0: hey guys what's going on my name is chris and this is your best life defined getting right to the point of this let's talk about resolutions it is january 6 2021 i am still alcohol free i am not snacking between meals that's this weight thing right now i don't know if it's because of water weight but i gained a pound and then i lost a pound i'm not sure about that i'm gonna stay off the scale for a while but my resolutions are moving forward how about you how about you? How are your resolutions going? Are you uh, still energized? You still excited? You still doing that thing that you committed yourself to? If not, go back and listen to the the, uh, the podcast, previous podcast. But I give a few pointers about the two paths for doing that. How are you done with Christmas? We're done with Christmas. The only expenditure we have left in the near future is Valentine's Day. There's a there's a hundred dollar bill if you take them out to dinner or you do anything special, right? Once we get past that, though, then we can start working on that other resolution we all make. Whether we, whether we say it or not, it's that incessant idea that somehow, somewhere down the road, we're going to be out of debt, right? But how many of us are actually successful at that? That's the issue that most of us face. We work at it and we talk about it and we know it's important. And some of us even hate debt, or at least that's what we say. But why is it that most of us cannot seem to achieve that goal or even partially achieve the goal of being debt-free or eliminating debt? The problem is we're starting too far out on the wrong end of it. Think about it. The decision most people make when they start talking about not uh, going into debt or not being in debt or escaping debt is that they're going to stop spending money but there's no endurance in that because you buy things all the time. There are things you have to buy and what happens is normally we'll sneak a little bit of something we don't need into that package. So when you think about debt, you have to step beyond that action to spend money you don't have or to spend money you should be saving so you can pay things off. And you have to look at the motivation for why we actually are in debt in the first place. Think about your whole life. Think about your entire life. How many hours of education have you had where someone said to you, debt is bad, debt is terrible, debt is the last thing you want to do to buy anything? You don't see it. It's not in the school. I mean, we as adults, we talk about it. We say, yeah, you no, know, no, debt's bad, right? Debt's, we don't want to be in debt, right? but it never goes beyond there because think about how many of us are actually in debt and how 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 we feel about it. See, part of the problem is there's been a p- picture painted about debt that involves happy people and amazing things and being successful and having the world stop and watch you go by and look at you. And while it's a great story, it isn't true. I can polish that 2015 Chevy Silverado four-wheel drive one ton all day long, drive down the street in any town in America, and no one's going to give me $2 for my effort. No one's going to say, wow, you should be a star with all that effort. Before you can escape debt, before you'll ever be really truly effective at being able to save money and, and and use those resources so that you can buy the things you want without owing, is to change how you view debt. See, the way we look at debt right now is when we incur debt, there's a feeling of happiness and contentment and success with that, right? Think about it. Think about it. It feels good to go buy anything. I don't care what it is. I went and bought a motion sensor light for my RV because the other one went out. And I have to tell you, I felt pretty satisfied taking it out of the box. Felt pretty good. I was kind of happy about it. The reason we are in debt is because we accept debt as a way of life. The reason we're in debt is because when we look at the idea of going in debt or borrowing money for certain things, we just accept that that's how it's done. If you want a car, You have to get a loan, right? If you want a house, you have to get a loan. No, you don't. You don't have to get a loan. You can actually wait until you have the money to buy that house. Now, some people, no, I don't want to wait. Oh, I see what it is. Get it now, pay later. Now you're starting to pick up why escaping debt is so difficult. Because when it comes down to it, escaping debt requires self-control and discipline. And it's not only self-control and discipline over the initial act of buying stuff. It's self-control and discipline over the ideas we have about why we are willing to let our money go, even though we work so hard for it. I've been there. I mean, I know what it's like to plop your butt down at the coffee table or at the kitchen table and start going through bills and and that anger or that frustration or that angst you get as you realize that you spent the entire month busting your butt to do what you do and then it all goes out the window. If you want to increase your resilience towards being more frugal your resilience towards being able to say no i'm not going to go get coffee at starbucks every day 30 or 40 dollars a week times four you have to start looking at debt for what it is debt is your cage that you live in for a certain amount of time every day and that cage is, is represented by that thing you have to do every day or those things you have to do every day to pay for the things you have, to pay for that debt. And when you think about debt, the more debt you're in, the better off everyone else is. You know why? Because you're going to keep working. You're going to keep grinding it out. You're going to keep struggling And what's ironic about this whole thing about debt, when you start going into debt for long-term items, imagine what can happen. Let's think about this for a minute. And I'm bringing this to your attention because the truth is I kind of want you to walk away with a bad taste in your mouth for debt when I'm done. But here's a scenario. So there are going to be a large number of people in the country who 10 or 15 years ago bought their home, their dream home, and they might've taken a second mortgage out on it five years ago, but that's fine. It's going to be fine. They still got a job. It's fine. And then COVID-19 hits in 2020. They're five years from paying that note off, or maybe they're not five years from paying it off. They still have 10 years to retire. So they figure, well, that's just 10 year note, Right. The COVID-19 strikes, they both lose their job. And guess what? As soon as the moratoriums on foreclosures and evictions disappears, what do you suppose is going to happen? All that hard work, all that time spent busting your butt to pay for something that you couldn't afford is gone. I guarantee it. I guarantee that there are hardworking families right now facing eviction, facing foreclosure. And, and while no one's no one's really talking about it, I haven't seen anything in the news consistently about what is going to happen to this country when these foreclosures happen. And this stimulus money, this money they keep giving to corporations and businesses, it's not going to help. It's not going to give that mother of three $8,000 or $10,000 to get caught back up on their mortgage payments, right? This is not going to work, right? And that's the reason that's like that is because we allowed ourselves to gamble on our own future. We allowed ourselves to say, okay, yeah, well, I think it'll be okay. Well, I guess it will be okay if there isn't a pandemic. This is why debt is such a gamble. Some people say, well, you know, yeah, but you got to buy a car. You can't buy a car without debt. Yes, you can buy a car. But what you have to do is you have to step away from the story that, that surrounds that decision so that you can actually see the true impact of that choice, right? Think about it. What do you, what do you, what do you tell people when they say, hey, guess what? We, we closed on our house. What's the response? Isn't, oh my God, you're in debt for 30 years. Oh my God. What happens if there's a pandemic and, and you're 15 years into that note and you lose your jobs and the bank takes your house? No one says that. It's like a party. Everybody goes hip, hip, hooray, right? Yeah. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Now you can stay in one place and you can work your butt off even though you hate your job because you're 15 years into a mortgage and you don't have any other choice. And, of course, you're gassed. Because you haven't been doing anything to put any fuel in your tank. So you don't have the energy to actually get excited about changing something, about earning more money or about how to, figuring out how to get that house paid off sooner. There, ain't, there isn't any energy for that, right? Wow. Here's the deal. If you want to escape debt, the first thing you have to do is you have to hate debt enough to escape it. You have to look at debt as cancer to your freedom, cancer to your choices, because when you're in debt, the reason that you don't spend every weekend doing all the stuff you love to do is why? I'll think about it. Why? It isn't because you don't want to. It isn't because you don't want to go skiing every weekend. It isn't because you wouldn't like to get in 18 18 holes of golf every so often. It's because of debt. You don't have the resources to actually make that happen. And you don't have the reason to make it happen. I mean, the American dream. Think about the story surrounding this whole thing that created your debt. Oh my God, people are smiling, laughing, perfect lives, wonderful, wonderful homes. And when we walk outside our home, the world applauds us for the things we have, right? Compared to sacrifice, compared to actually just saving your money and actually having to wait for things until you actually can say, yes, we can afford this, let's do it. Some people say, well, there's no way in hell I could buy a house without debt. Well, there is if you didn't have the option of debt, right? If there was no means for you to borrow money you didn't have, to borrow money on an interest base, so that you could buy things you can't actually afford right now at this moment, what would you be faced with? You'd be faced with finding a way to work to purchase that thing that you want to buy or you desire when you have the money to des- to buy it, when you actually have the cash to say, okay, I'm going to buy that house. I mean, it, this, is a, this is a concept that people just go, oh my God, no way. How, how can you do that? Well, the reason most people respond that way is because they can't imagine what it would be like to actually be out of debt or even more than that. Imagine having to wait five years as you and your partner bust your ass and save every penny you have until you have the total amount of money you need to pay cash for your house. Wow, no way. No one does that. Yes way. There are people who do that. You'll never escape debt as long as it's acceptable for you to carry debt. You'll never escape debt as long as you don't sit down at that table angry about the decision you made to go in debt where you have to pay those bills every month. That's the truth. As long as it doesn't suck, to be in debt, you will continue to be in debt. It will be easy for you to go out there and buy that truck as soon as the car is paid off. It's like, and it's funny, isn't it funny how easy we can do that? We'll have this car, it's running fine, or this vehicle it's running fine, it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, and there we go. It gets paid off, and what do you do? I uh, got to run out there and get some more. Gotta, oh, oh, honey, I need a new truck. Why? Well, that other one, I, it's not running right. Oh, We can find every excuse in the world to go in debt. And yet we don't even spend any time trying to find ways to get out of it. It's painful. Let's see. Can you imagine what it would feel like if you got that stimulus money instead of buying a big screen TV or putting a stereo in your car, doing whatever your plan is for it. You actually just went ahead and took it to the bank and paid it on the balance of your house. God forbid, man, that's the most painful, scary thing you would ever do. You getting it? Here's the ticket. This is the ticket to escaping your debt. It starts with changing your mindset. If you don't want to be in debt, what you have to do is you have to hate debt enough to not want it in your life anymore. You have to create a story around debt that makes it suck. You have to create a story around debt that makes you hate it. Maybe it's completely about debt. Maybe it's about this whole evil thing going on, you know, the Darth Vader story, right? The Star Wars story about evil and good. doesn't matter how you create the story. It could be a story about how you got cheated by debt out of the life you should be living because in actuality, that's what you're facing, right? This scam, this whole story we've been told about how it's okay to be in, be in a 30-year mortgage and to buy a, a car or a vehicle for $70,000 and it doesn't matter how much you pay as long as you can afford the payments, right? What happens if you turn that story around to what it really is? Did it, it's a ball and chain. It is a prison that keeps you where you are grinding it out every day of your life. It's the reason that you cannot go spend your winters in the Caribbean. It's the reason that you can't spend your summers hanging out in the Rockies of Colorado or in the Rockies of Canada hiking and exploring and doing what you love to do. However you need to spin it, the ticket is escaping debt starts with a story that can that you cannot resist that pushes you towards escaping that debt. So you hate that debt so bad that you refuse to do it. Same principle with everything else. You know why I haven't been drinking? Because I hate it. You know, I haven't been drinking because I haven't spent any time without having alcohol. Because I have an idea in my head that by not drinking, it's going to take the rest of my life forward. Not necessarily because I'm not drinking alcohol anymore but because it reinforces my ability to endure what those things I can't stand or those things that make me uncomfortable to achieve set goals. Back to your debt thing. Here's one for you. Save $6 a day. Find a way to save $6 a day. Or let's just simplify it. Find a way to save $5 a day. Get you a little notebook and keep it with you or get you a little app on your phone where every time you avoid doing a purchase or making a purchase that you'd usually make and you save money because of it, you write it down in that book. And at the end of each day, add it up. It might just be soda at the loafing jug. It might be lunch with the guys. It might be stopping by Walmart and instead of buying a loaf of bread and the bananas, you buy a loaf of bread, bananas and a new shirt. I don't know, maybe you don't need the shirt. And find satisfaction in every moment that you're able to accomplish that goal. And on the other side of that, debt isn't this pretty amazing adventure that you see on TV. Debt is about you getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning and working all day long and getting home just in time to grab some supper, have a few beers, and then do it again the next day. That's what debt is actually giving you. Debt has given you the inability or has taken away from you the ability to go out and live the life you want to live. You're not fishing because you don't love fishing. You're not fishing because you don't have the time and money to go fishing. That's what debt does. Learn to hate your debt. Hate the idea of giving money away for things that don't add value to your life. Hate the idea of giving money away for things that don't make you feel good inside about the opportunity that you have because of that choice, right? It's cool. If, you, if you're if you into that truck, if that truck is your thing and you're just all about that truck and your whole life centers around that truck and you wake up and you're excited because you own it and you go to bed glad that you bought it, maybe it fits. Maybe that's your thing. But I guarantee when I look around at the average person, the average neighborhood, the average life, the majority of those choices aren't based on that. They're based on this whole, oh my God, this is how you get happy. It's how you get successful, hmm. Escape your debt. If you want to escape your debt, hate your debt. If you want to escape your debt, do not settle for the debt you have. Take action every day, come up with a plan, take action every day that will allow you to escape that thing you hate, that thing that is keeping you from living your best life. It works for me. It works for me and everything, and it's the same concept over and over again. It's defining the line, setting the goal, and then finding the motivation to continue to take that action every day until that goal is achieved whether it's debt, whether it's relationships, whether it's goals, whether it's education, whether it's employment, the principle is always going to be the same. And the sooner you grab a hold of it, the sooner you find your motivation to change your life, the better your life is going to be. I promise that. So keep that in mind. Like I said, you know, I think I really appreciate, I want to say this again, I appreciate everybody showing up. I'm loving what's happening with this. I hope maybe I'm coming coming to you with a message that you can use. I'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas about things you would like me to talk about, let me know. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm picking these topics because I know these are struggles that Sandy and I have faced in our life, and I know how difficult it was for us to find the motivation to, to, uh, to overcome those struggles. And more than that, I know the pleasure and the joy that comes with actually accomplishing goals like that. So grab a hold of it. Get excited about something in your life. Get a vision in your mind about where your life could be, not where it is, and then go for it. And I guarantee eventually if you keep rolling, you keep pushing, you keep pushing forward on it and doing what you need to do, you're going to get there and your life's going to get better. So keep that in mind. And as always, just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.